All right, welcome to Famous First Times, a podcast about big name bonks. I'm Dom. I'm Ian. And um, we're doing celebrity sex stories. Yep. What we're doing is I find stories about famous fucks written by famous fucks and I bring them to you, a non-famous fuck. I'm not famous. That's true. Why don't we see if they're woke or cancelled? Yep, that's what we do. That's one element of it. Main element. This time we're looking at two old school rock and roll dirtbags. And we've got a mate coming over. Yeah, Big John. He doesn't know what we're doing. He's a surprise for Big John. And he doesn't know what's going on, but we're going to get him involved. We're going to see if he can have like any interesting contribution. Yeah, if not, we'll just cut him out, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> just fuck him up. Fuck him right. I'll just... do it again. We'll have, probably have to do it again. Yeah. Hopefully not, but not holding my breath. Wait, I think John. I think John's nearly here. Is he here? Is he here? Oh. All right, come on, let's do it. Oh, who's this? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Right. Take a seat, John. That's, you're going to sit there. We're, we're just we're, in the middle of summer here, if you don't mind. Yeah, we're oh, all right. Come on, then. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> Dom reckons you don't know what a podcast is. I don't really. You just <laughs> announce stuff and read it, don't you? What? <laughs> it's like an online thing that you just record, right? Maybe not. Well, mm. what we're doing in this one, we're reading out stories that celebrities have wrote of when... They've had sex. It's called Famous First Times. So oh. it's about celebrities losing their virginities. Oh. We, we just analyse it. We do a, an intellectual discussion about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. All right, OK. And, and you can be part of this one. Yeah. Mean, is it actually scripted, then, of any degree? Or we, it just so we've we... got the... Are you recording now, then? Yeah, yeah. we've got the script. <laughs> Proper lonely into we've... that. It's all true. It's, it's from their autobiographies. So it's... All right. Public domain. Crafty workers just So he doesn't even know what a podcast is. Let's show him what an idiot he is. <laughs> but this is our podcast, so uh, you can so right, you can yes. be in it. But but I'm on the periphery. Don't dominate. Shut up, Oh god. Right. So there. So, so yeah. So we've got we've got a story now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And who is it? I don't. I've never seen these stories before. This is brand new to Dom, so it's yours and Dom's first time <laughs> together. What? Oh, hearing the. Oh right. Story. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, we're doing. What the Samoa? We had. We need for that one. Crack well, on. That's a point, isn't it? Innuendo, you fucking bellend. <laughs> <laughs> the realm of innuendo. <laughs> right, we're doing. We're doing Lemmy from Motorhead. Right, okay. What do you think of Lemmy from Motorhead, Big John? Why is it onus on me now? <laughs> well, you can ask But I think of him, I don't really know him. He sounds like a... Seems like he was just a bit of a wild guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he's madder, isn't he? Yeah. Bit of a metaller, probably wasted. <laughs> but, like, really... Uh, I imagine him being really, like, simple. Like, he likes his rock and roll... He likes his women, he doesn't like complicate things with anything. Mm. What about when he's younger though? Probably like oh, I, reckon I reckon he was probably a bit of a sensitive oh, soul and then right. he just got a bit oh. What makes you think he's sensitive? Because <laughs> he rebelled right against that and got all slightly anarchic, angry. Oh. Metal, yeah. Perhaps. Just just flipping it. 
Uh, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any evidence. I don't think it's sticking up for lemon. I don't think there's any evidence it was ever sensitive. I think that's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think. Come on, see the flower side. Well, he was in Hartwin. He was a, he was in yeah, a hippie he, band, he, but he did get go. kicked out of there for taking speed, didn't he? Too mm-hmm. much of that. Uh, instead of. And he grew up in the 60s. He was in his teens and 20s in the 60s. So he was a bit of a... But he was more into, like, old-school rock and roll, wasn't he? Yeah. Rather than the hippie scene. How do you think he lost his virginity? I'm guessing pre-Hawkwind. Okay. (laughs) How old was he when he was in Hawkwind? I don't know. He was born in 45, so he'd have been about 20. I'd like to think it was when he was proper high on acid... On the back of um, I don't know, a stage somewhere. <laughs> Backstage at a gig, maybe. Yeah, classic, classic rock. Probably mid gig. Let's say mid gig. There's mid-gig. a massive trip out version going on with the hot wind, like <laughs> moves and synth or whatever's going on. And Solos. Then just someone gets up on stage. Lemmy's just gone. Sucks him off. Maybe. Maybe not that. <laughs> All right. This is from his autobiography, White Line Fever, and it was published in 2002. And yeah, this is his early story, about his early sexual awakenings. Right, okay, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm going to do him like this. No, that's it, a bit long. Bit, yeah. No, I'm going to do it like this. All right. Sneak your fucking beak out, <laughs> fucking rock and roll. <laughs> You've got to be quiet. My sexual education began when I was very young. My mother brought me home about three uncles before we decided on one being dad. But that was always fine with me. I figured she was lonely and she was working all day to feed me and my granny, so I didn't mind going to bed a bit early. (laughs) 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 And growing up in a rural area... One would find people going at it in the fields. <laughs> Plus, there was always cars, of course, with the windows all steamed up. You could always get a good look at bad leg or breast as the couple crawl from the front and take back seat. In those days, the fashion was those skirts with the two petticoats underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Which you wished around and done to jive. <laughs> so I used to dance a lot. <laughs> Let me dance it. Boy, you're astutely dancing to jive, just fucking having a little peek. <laughs> well, I gave up dancing when the twist came in because it offended me. You couldn't touch a woman anymore. Who was that when you just discovered adolescent lust? <laughs> I needed to get close and warm, tactile, hands-on, experiencing, giving and receiving and counter-groping, stuff like that, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. That's just about him discovering sex, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Bloody voyeur lemmy, like. Really, bit out of it, really wanting to get involved, but like just from the outside, <laughs> looking through windows. Oh, they banned it though. <laughs> That's why he got angry, proper sexually frustrated. That's yeah. what it was about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would have allowed rock and roll to 
Until you, can you not touch people in jive? You sound like that's. Is it that's the jive? That's a twist. You give it that oh. sort of the twist. Oh. The twist. You're, talk, I, I you're not touching no, the right. Just doing that. Oh, you're is like it twisting your body? Uh. So yeah, you wanted to. If it would have been born like ten years earlier, would have been happy. So the twist, the <laughs> twist, fucking. I can't do the twist. I can't do the twist. Bastard! Bastard! So that's young Lemmy. Should we? Right, is he going to have sex now? Do you know what? We don't actually get Lemmy's full first shag story. Aww. We get a few of his first early ones and his mates and stuff. He, he talks about shagging a lot. Don't worry. Don't get upset. He's got, he, we're going to find out what he gets up to. <laughs> but so yeah, this is one of his early, early times with his first love. Right, okay. <laughs> I was in love with Anne. She was five years older than me, which at that age is an impossible gulf to cross. But I can still recall how she looked very tall, mostly legs, sort of a broken nose on her, but she was well attractive. <laughs> she went out with this really ugly geezer, so. And you couldn't understand it. I caught them fucking once in a barn and I tiptoed out going, Jesus Christ. But the funniest story regarding no girl guides involved a friend of mine called Tommy Lee. Is that Tommy Lee from... No, because he's like 15. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy Lee wasn't even born. Molly could have been exist. All right, yeah. I don't know the timeline of fucking all. <laughs> you do really I? don't. In fact, do yeah, without Motley, without Motley, Motley Crue definitely wouldn't exist, would they? I bet, yeah. I bet yeah. Tommy only had one arm. Oh, that's a Def Leppard guy, isn't it? Well, yeah, but that, more than one person so has one arm. Just <laughs> is he friends with? He's just because he's a drummer, he's not Tommy Lee from Tommy only had one arm. He was an electrician, and one time he put his finger on the wrong wire, and he just and. <laughs> He put his finger on the wrong wire and the shock literally burned his arm off up to the bicep. They had to remove the rest of it and stitch up his shoulder. He was never quite the same after that. He used to listen to a lot of things that only he could hear. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? But anyway, uh, he had this false arm with a black glove on it, which he would hook up onto his belt or put in his pocket. So one night, two of us sneaked over to the girl guides. We crawled under the hedge and through the gorse. But when you're 14, you don't care, do you? <laughs> you just do anything for a piece. We finally got there and went to this one tent where my bird and Tommy went in the other tent with his. Then it all went quiet, you know, apart from the sound of bed springs. Afterwards, I dozed off for a bit, like people do, because it all just felt nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I kept doing it. <laughs> then I was startled awake. Whack! Ow! Whack! Ow! Whack! Ow! Whack! Ow! So I peeked under the tent flap and there was Tommy start naked with the clothes under one arm running like a maniac. Following closely behind with a furious guard mistress beating him on the head with his own arm. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard they caught me. I couldn't move, I couldn't run, I was just helpless. That was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> 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 it's only a bit of harmless fun. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh sorry. Oh, man, John. 
No, it's not allowed to chip in anymore. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Brought it down, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you think it's true? I don't know. It's a bit cartoony, isn't it? It is a little bit, isn't it? Far-fetched. But why would he make that up? Why would he make that up? Truth is true to the fiction, isn't it? He doesn't really talk about him shagging a lot, does he? He's a little bit uh, from the outside looking in, isn't he? He's not, yeah, he's more into his mates and other people shagging than himself. It was more of a comedy moment that was interesting than the actual, well, I just fell asleep with it. Yeah, because <laughs> it was nice. The action it was, was nice. nice. It made me feel good. Like, would you <laughs> like, no mention of what she was like. <laughs> but you wouldn't think Lemmy had, like, described sex as nice. <laughs> yeah. No, he, yeah. He like, roaring. Yeah. Powerful and angry. Yeah. It was just, nice. So he had dozed off. <laughs> it was nice. I had, I had just, a doze. Just made me feel falsely. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of his description of her? Tall, mostly legs, sort of a broken nose. <laughs> sort of a broken nose that made her look funny. But she was going out with a guy that was what? Just a really ugly geezer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like, oh, I thought I was in with a chance because of that, or... <laughs> But oh yeah, because he didn't shag her, he was, just, he was just in love with her. He fancied, yeah, she was like five years older, so oh. she was way out of his league. Yeah, he spends more time describing the guy's arm being burnt off yeah. than he does <laughs> his own, his own he's, shagging. He's more concerned with Tommy Lee, could possibly be Def Leppard drummer or Motley Crue if we it's, quantum leap. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is facts-based, John, it's a fact-based podcast. I'm merely recalling what Dom said. <laughs> <laughs> No. I take clearly. all that back. I don't think it is now. Now I'm thinking about it. I feel a bit down. And we uh, put in a couple of questions to, to wrap it up. Oh, yeah. So, of the two so far, how much bullshit do you think Lemmy's talking? On a scale of one to ten. Hmm. I mean, I think that initial story where he's just peeping on people, shagging in the cars, that's got to be true, hasn't it? Yeah, I'd say that's Lemmy. <laughs> Lemmy threw him through. Yeah. But the bit about how he, he gave up dancing because a twist came in, because it offended him. I, mean, <laughs> I can imagine him getting offended. Well, not, I think he's yeah. used a funny word there for, like, what, a 12-year-old to be offended <laughs> by a fucking decent song, man. Not offended, yeah. just frustrated. Yeah, yeah that's what he's saying, isn't it? But yeah. you don't want to say frustrated because it makes it sound weak. Yeah. 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 Lemmy still wants Lemmy, come on. Let, let your guard down. So, yeah, a little bit of bullshit. He's trying to be macho rock and roll man, but he can't, he can't help letting his, <laughs> his sensitive side come through that John <laughs> spotted in him from somewhere. Yeah, 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 you know that. He liked having a cuddle and a sleep. <laughs> it wasn't just about him, like, powerfully exerting himself over someone else. It was, look, it was like a nice little cuddle. The, the arm stuff, hitting him over the head, it's, it smacks of bullshit, though, that, to me. He, he's a fucking grufter, midlandsy fucking <laughs> old man making up a comedy scenario. <laughs> you know, I don't on. know, he seems, he seems, he seems quite convincing, isn't it, I think, because he's like... He's gullible, John, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're not getting John back. We're getting John back for this. What? Because I'm casting a different suggestion. Just so trying to show the other side of things. Yeah. It's just not about that. If he's a felon, he's lying. And that's what that's all of it. these people that we're talking about are felons who are talking bullshit. 
John's come in and tried to make out Lemmy's a sensitive soul. <laughs> it's, it's not. No, right. not entirely. Final question: Do you think Lemmy's woke? Woke. Do you know what woke is? Are we talking about and like a woke in mind or something? Enlightened. Yeah. Forgot. No, I wouldn't say so. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> not woke as in like spiritually enlightened. Woke as in like uh, morally and. Uh, like righteous in the like equal equality. Like, is he a new man? <clears throat> is he a new man? Yeah. Is he a new man? Uh, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's. I yeah, do. Come, no, come on, John. If you're gonna say he is, no, no. <laughs> we can fuck I just off, think man. Lemmy really doesn't give a fuck. I wouldn't put him as like a chauvinist. No, you wouldn't. No, no, I wouldn't actually. I shouldn't imagine he would be. I just think he'd probably be wearing nappies because of incontinence because he's had so much fucking drugs. <laughs> 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 and that's not a really good sexual look, is it? So <laughs> I imagine sex went out for Lemmy way back, which is probably why he's recalling these stories of voyeurism because that's pretty much his game these days, and has been for the last ten. <laughs> wow, deep. Yeah, you've made a really good point there. John. That's really answered the question. Unfortunately. <laughs> All right, yeah. That's a wrap. Thanks, guest star John. Yeah, Big yeah. John. Do you want to go for a pint? Yeah, do you want to pull? All right, so give me a celebrity. Right, well, we've been doing a lot of my kind of celebrities lately, haven't we, Don? What do you mean? The 80s singer-songwriters, like Phil Collins and Barry White. Oh, they're your people. Yeah, my your guys. Your kind of people. You, well, you... Fucking diss them whenever I bring them round. All right, okay. So yeah, they're more you than me. Yeah. So I thought I'd bring one of your dudes around this time. Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Oh god. What would his virginity story be like? He'd be very romantic. Yeah. And, he, and he's still with her now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not Eddie Vedder. It's Jerry Lee Lewis. Well, that's more fucking like it, isn't it? Right. Uh, yeah. Great balls of fire. Yeah, a whole lot of shaking. Jerry Lee Lewis, he's got the, he's got the tunes. Got I mean, two, hasn't he? Oh, he's, he's got a few. Chantilly Lace and. Oh, him. Fats Domino did Chantilly Lace. Well, he did a version of it. No, he's, he's not having Chantilly Lace. <laughs> right. Fats Domino's. He's got he's got loads of tunes, uh, and he's he's good. He's a good performer. What's he's no Little Richard, but he's he's pretty enjoyable. So you you're not a massive fan, but you're a fan fan. I'm, I wouldn't say I was a fan, but I, I like his tunes. Right. Do you not like him then? I like a a bit of all the old rock and roll stuff, fifties, Bill Haley and all that. But I never, I never. Bill Haley's the fucking worst out of all of them. Is he balls, man. Fucking he is. What, what was his one? Rock around the clock. Rock around the clock. It's, it's, it's as good as anything Jerry Lee Lewis has ever done. It's just a Hank Williams rip-off, and it's just like 40-odd-year-old man like getting in on the rock and roll scene. Is that what he was? Was he that old when he did that? Mm, he was, it was at least 40, yeah. <laughs> and he was he was shit. He was like... No, no, I don't, I don't like... I don't like Bill Haley. You're, you're only saying that because of Jive Bunny. <laughs> you think he's Jive Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just it's not as it's not fucking edgy though, is it? It's not the stuff that the no. that was real teenage rebellion music. It sounds incredible though that record. It sounds really full on, and it wasn't. It was a sensation. It, it, it was a it big pop song, 
But it's certainly not the birth of rock and roll. It was just like one of the biggest ones. All the shit stuff got in the charts, didn't it? Ugh, so anyway, you like the shit end of rock and roll with all the old men trying to have a go at it. I feel like Perry Como. I've got a couple of good Perry Como songs, actually. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think Bill Ailey's all right. And I think it's about as good as Jody Lewis. All right. Just that all right-ish rock and roll stuff. I mean, I don't know loads about his personal life, but he's got it's got that one infamous thing that everyone says about him if you bring him up. And that is? <laughs> he married his cousin. His 13-year-old cousin. 13-year-old cousin, yeah. And that's not on, is it? I can't say it is, really. But it was a, it was legal in America at that time, wasn't it? It was legal, so if it's legal, it's fine, isn't it? Anything legal is fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can't fucking sanitise the history of rock and roll. Like, all these... All the, the birth of rock and roll is from all the freaks and the madheads. They, like, kind of created the subculture, didn't they? Yeah. If yeah. everyone was all squeaky clean like Bill Haley, it'd be a very poor trajectory to but whatever have, music we've got now. But we'd have better songs. We'd have more songs that you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you think he lost his virginity? Oh, somewhat fucking... Somewhat f- funky. Probably he had, like, a real, like much older babysitter. Mm-hmm. I think he might have been quite young. And, like, his older babysitter, like, seduced him, put the moves on him when his mum and dad were out and he didn't know what was going on. Right. So I think he must have been... He must have been introduced to sex at a young age for him to be... Like, he did not get married, like, six times as well. And he was, Eight times? Fucking hell. I think you might be surprised at what actually happened. Mm-hmm. OK, this is from Killer by Jolie Lewis with Charles White, and it was published in 1995. Dorothy was a sweet, fine, religious young woman, deeply devoted to the religious aspects of life. She was a very, very good woman. I fell in love with her, and we got married in February 1952, when I was 15 and she was 16. Dorothy was also a good-looking girl, sitting up in the front row of church and singing Peace in the Valley. And I looked at her and I thought, Jesus Christ, that's a woman for me. Really, it was love at first sight. I just had to be married, you know. It got back to the sex thing again. (laughs) Dorothy said, You can forget that with me, because I'll never do that till I get married. I said, Well, that ain't no problem. Of course, Dorothy's father objected and then broke his heart. She was a virgin, I was a virgin, and we didn't know nothing about nothing. I just got into my mind that I had to get married because I wanted to go to bed with this lady. (laughs) Sex is not what you think it's going to be. It all goes together, but it has to be right. I don't know what I was expecting. An avalanche or something? It's not that. It's something that's supposed to be sacred and Dorothy wasn't wild enough for old Jerry Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it sounds like he was disappointed. All yeah. that fucking fuss and ceremony. And he just does like a fucking really average bunk. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. An avalanche or something. The word... <laughs> yeah, he means something world-shaking, don't Yeah, he doesn't mean like his dick's like exploding in like <laughs> gallons and gallons of cum. <laughs> He's kind of religious about it. Yeah. It's something that was supposed to be sacred. But if he thought that, why did he get married to this girl that he just wanted to get off with? Don't know, he just wasn't deep enough to actually 
fall in love with... I mean, does he say... He, yeah, he says he fell in love with her. So why? what was wrong? Why wasn't she wild enough? But did he did he still want her to be like a like whore in the sack? Can't live up to his expectations. Bit of a bit of a big move to get married just to have a shag. It's an incredibly big move. It's just nonsense. It's just stupid. That's like so much fuss <laughs> just to get his leg over. Tunnel vision, isn't it? Jerry Lee just just wanted to get his underwear. So he started fairly young, 15, she was 16, so older lady for young Jerry Lee. Yeah, but maybe that's why she didn't do it for him. And then next time he got married, he was, before he was divorced, was final, so he was a bigamist. Oh, yeah, I know he he just overlapped quite a bit, didn't he? Mm. That 13-year-old, he was still married to someone else. Was it? Yeah, unless that's the one. Well, apparently here it says his first cousin once removed. What is that? What does that mean? It means it's not blood. Why is everyone that arse then? It's his fucking... Yeah, it's because she's 13. All right, yeah. But, she... <laughs> <laughs> but people do say, because, you know, that's the first thing I said. It's cousin. Like, not that she was 13. He married his cousin. Did you know about the Elvis thing? The Graceland? This was in 1976. Jerry Lee Lewis was arrested outside Graceland, Elvis Presley's house, for trying to shoot him. Armed with a gun. Whoa. Yeah. Attempted murder. Well, he didn't get to him. Like, Elvis was a recluse at the time, and he'd be trying to get Jerry Lee Lewis out to him. Yeah. So, like, come to my house. Jerry replied saying that he would if he had time, that he was busy trying to get his dad out of jail. Anyway, so Jerry Lewis is at a Memphis nightclub called Vapors, drinking champagne. Someone gave him a gun. Lewis suddenly remembered that Elvis wanted to see him, so he got in his car, loaded pistol on the dashboard, bottle of champagne under his arm, and rode off to Graceland. And just before three in the morning, he smashed into the gates. Presley's cousin was watching and what was manning the gate and watched Lewis attempt to hurl the champagne bottle out of the car window, not realising it was rolled up, smashing both. <laughs> You'll have seen his mugshot, the, the really famous mugshot. Yeah, actually. Yeah, Lewis. I didn't know that was from that. But I think uh, it'll be fucking open carry laws there, though. You probably just roam around with a gun anyway, so... Yeah, in Memphis. Too, just yeah. say, oh, yeah, I wasn't going to shoot anyone. Yeah. Just carrying me gun like everyone does. Elvis died eight months later. Unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. How much bullshit? Um. Well, it's it's all fucking true. The the marriage, you know, there's it's a documented thing that definitely happened. And if she said she didn't want to have sex until they got married, then that's probably probably right for someone religious. It's not really bragging or anything, is he? It? He's just um, giving a document of life. In the early 50s, Louisiana. I suppose, yeah. That, that is a, an accurate document, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I don't think wokeness comes into it. Bef- well, but... we know about his wokeness, but oh, yeah. before you ask that, I've got a new segment that I want to introduce to the podcast. Right. Um, let me just get me... Get roll VT. Oops, this. This is a new segment that I want to introduce called Woke or Cancelled. Is he woke or should he be cancelled? Is he a new man or is he a bastard? Is he enlightened or is he a sex pest? Let's find out when we play Woke or Cancelled. Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you reckon? Woke or Cancelled? Er... 
cancelled. Mowdy Kit, Mowdy Pedo. Simple. You gotta go, you're cancelled. You gotta go, get cancelled, get out of here. It's a bit tiz, what's this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Um, <laughs> right. That was episode seven of Famous First Times. To, to your bad boys, to, to your, your rock and roll boys. bad boys. Uh, thank you very much for Big John. Uh, for coming in and giving us a really, really interesting take on one of the stories there. If you like John and you want him back, let us know. Get in touch on either the phone number, what's the phone number? 07896 493 664 or you can email us at fft at giveover.co.uk You can just message us on Instagram or Facebook um, if you search Famous First Times on there. Artwork and music by... Me! Dominic. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. See ya.